Mothers are special without a doubt. As Nomi went through some of the mothers, and there are mothers that are single, there are spiritual mothers. There are people with a mother's heart that don't have any children. And yet they they are mothers without the offspring. And uh, the scripture is clear that we're supposed to honor them. And... uh, the role that they play in our lives. Mother and motherhood is more than just giving birth, as you know. Moms are God's servants. Helen Hunt Jackson said this, motherhood is priced by God. At a price no man may dare to lessen or misunderstand. The premium that God has placed upon it. See, motherhood includes those that are willing to reach out to another human being for the best interest of the other. And all of that taking place, it's one of the most complex, exacting, and yet exciting callings in life. It was the book of Deuteronomy that said, you need to teach them diligently to your children. And that's what she does. She becomes committed to someone under her wing Someone that she can help along the way and teach. Regardless of the marital status, within the church, there is a need for spiritual nurturing the next generation. And the book of Titus says you need to teach the younger. Because see, a mother's role is one of influence. A man might have authority, but a mother has influence. Mothers are major leaders. Leaders in the home, leaders in our society, leaders in every facet of life. There's a woman that had been to an evangelistic meeting and after the evangelistic service and she wrote the evangelist and said, I I don't want you to know that that, you know, uh, I gave my heart to the Lord in your service and uh, from your sermon. And uh, 
She said, and now I, I, I feel called to preach. But he said, I got a problem. I've got 12 children. So the evangelist writes back to her and says, I'm so glad to hear that you got saved and you feel called to preach. But I'm even more delighted that God has provided you with a congregation of 12. Amen? Amen. That's right. 1, 2, 13, 19. (laughs) Oh. Mothers face the noble challenge of molding little lives for life and eternity. To train, to shape, and to build our kids' hearts. So that they can look a lot like Jesus Christ. Hearts that are in alignment with God's truths. Understanding that training as opposed to teaching is a process more than it is an event. Having vision to be able to see past the you know, rigors of the moment and in, in the time. Mothers, they're amazing warriors. They shape and they launch the next generation. Billy Sunday, a evangelist, you know, would be back in the 30s and 40s. You may have heard of his name. He was, would have been one of our popular ones then. But he said something like this. I don't believe there are devils enough in hell to pull a child out of the arms of a godly mother. Hallelujah. We know that they tremble when Jesus is around and I have a hunch that they tremble when mothers start to intercede on behalf of their children. Because it's not a hobby, it's a calling. It's a divine mission assigned by God. It was Abraham Lincoln that said in all of the greatness that we recognize him for, he says, all that I am or hope to be, I owe to my mother. Sorry, dads. Being a mother is part of why God made time. Because development takes time. Training takes time. Diamonds and gems take time. Carefulness. Christian mothers and every mother by that fact, but particularly Christian mothers, they often carry their children into hostile environments. Territory. And what they've been teaching is opposite of what they're exposed to. (laughs) Trying to get their children to cling to 
God values and refuse the world values. You moms are standing and defending the defenseless. You are. God bless you. Whether you're a spiritual mother or whether you're a single mother. Let me just address the single mother just for a moment this morning. One of the great stories from the Bible is of a single mother is Hagar. The odds were against her. She was sent off because there wasn't any place for her. But the good news is that God's committed to mothers single or irrespective of what the circumstances may be. And as she cried out to God, God came to her rescue. And it's not just a one-time rescue, for when he said, God opened her eyes and saw a well of water, and she went and filled the skin with water and gave the lad to drink. Number one, she thought only about herself, but the water represented a never-ending commitment to single mothers and their children. God makes commitments and covenants and he stays with it. Aren't you glad that God does right even though sometimes what might appear to be wrong from our standpoint? Yes. So God is with you. I'd like to insert here some advice from mothers who's lived, who have lived and who the Bible has seen fit to record parts of their life. And out of those parts of their life, we can capture some of the advice that they would give us today. The first one, of course, that you know and I know is the Mother Eve, the mother of all living. Irrespective of, you know, her failures, here's what she would tell you. Satan will always be scheming against you and your family. He will try and bring doubt into your mind. Concerning God's word and also doubt about your children. She would go on to say, I need to be satisfied with and keep my focus on all the blessings that God has given me. Surrounded by the most perfect garden with everything available to her somehow her focus got off and she missed what was and the enemy was able to get her distracted to begin to reach for what was not for her I think mothers too you would agree, as she did, 
you always have to be prepared for the unexpected. Another thing that she would tell us this morning and mothers is study carefully the commands of God so you're not deceived. Simple but true. And then realize that our sins not only impact us, but also those around us. Why does the Bible say that the older should teach the younger? Because they've learned a few things. They've been able to analyze life. They've been able to discover. And through wisdom, or through years, wisdom comes. Sarah, who we know as a mother in waiting, well, she was waiting for a child. Maybe you're waiting for something else. I'm not sure. But trust God in times when they're tough because God keeps his promise. Remember that all things do not happen in our time frame. My mom never lived to see the change of hearts in some of her sons. But she's the one that prayed obviously not discounting dad because the two shall become one. Good things come to those who wait. And she would say, God is gracious To us, even when we fail him, he keeps his word. Aren't you glad? Think about it. As she took the fulfillment of the promise into her own hands, created her some basic heartaches and challenging things, but that does not annul God's support and God's commitment. Hannah, she would tell us to make sure you fully dedicate your child to God. Really, fully dedicate. She would tell you to never underestimate the power of prayer. She would tell you, pray. Not just for a blessing, but pray for the blessing. Every year she went out to the temple. 
Blessings need to be protected. And so she engaged herself not only, you know, after she rejoiced to receive the blessing, she engaged herself in protecting the blessing. Man. Cherish each and every moment, even, even the tough ones. Be a praying mother because it's a powerful thing. It can change the heart and change circumstances. Mary, the mother of the humanity of Jesus, says sometimes you'll have to internalize your relationship with your child. And they're always going to be able to have it out in the open and spoken. Some things you're just going to have to ponder in your heart. To wait. Let them develop. She would say, being a mother can be painful at times. I remember... Jimmy Schwaggard, and many of you know him, or at least have heard of him, and no matter what you think of him, you know what I mean, his, his, his failure, and yet now, you know, he is, you know, being restored or restored. He said as he would go out with his, with his cousin, Jerry Lewis, and Jerry Lewis, of course, was a different flavor of music than... Jimmy Schwager that we know. <laughs> but during those times, there was the wrestling. What direction? Both of them are very gifted. Both of them very capable of piano players. And he said when he would come home, late at night, after having went to the clubs with his cousin, he said he'd walk in the house and he could hear in his mom's bedroom... Um, praying for him. Sometimes you can't make inroads any other way. But by prayer. Painful at times, but God will be there in your painful moments of life. Yes, he will. Another thing that she would tell you is you need to find a support group. The first thing that Mary did after she heard the great promise, you know, and the confusion that surrounded the announcement, she went to Elizabeth. I need somebody in this moment, in this hour, and in this time, and to help me to understand it. And when that happened, of course, you know, the story unfolds of some clarity that, that came to it. You know, some words from Elizabeth that helped to settle things and clarify things. You don't have to go it alone. 
There are times that you need support. Jochebed, it seems like she had a baby at the wrong time in a wrong place. You know the story. The story of Moses. The story of the river and the weeds. The story of the queen that adopted him. She would say something like, trust God when times are tough. You don't need ideal settings to raise godly kids. I wonder if I can hear an amen to that. Hallelujah. I love ideal settings and you know what I mean. And so do you. And you don't need to be an impeccable person in the equation either. She'd also say there are times that there are righteous causes for civil disobedience. Yep, that's what she would say. She refused to obey the king's orders. A loving mother just never gives up. Shows us that determination and ingenuity can result in surprising circumstances. As mothers, you can influence in less than ideal circumstances. There needs to be a balance of faith and action. And then what she would say is, you need to train him, your children, at a very early age. Because it was at weaning time, which is different than us, but in the neighborhood of five or six was the Jewish tradition of weaning. And she was moved, you know, under the influence of the Egyptians. No doubt contact, but at the same time, not ideal. Mothers. Moms, you're calibrating the next generation. You're calibrating the next generation. The GPS of their life is being set and established. Absolutely. In chapter, in Ephesians chapter 6, you know, where it says, Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. We see not only a tribute, but a promise. A promise that says that if you and I honor 
our mothers and our fathers. This morning, of course, it's fathers or mothers. God says, I'm going to see to it that it goes well in the arena of life for you. I'm going to guide you. I'm going to protect you. I'm going to see to it that you got provision. It's going to go well. To honor a mother is respect in word and action. It's an inward attitude of esteem for who she is. It is honor that is given respect not only for merit, but also for rank. Everybody has not had an ideal mother but she still holds the rank of mother. God chose your parents. Stay in loving relationship with them. Don't get so quiet on me. God chose your parents. Stay in loving relationship with them. You say, well, pastor, you don't know my parents. We're not talking about your parents. We're talking about you. You're the one that's establishing a legacy. You're the one that's determining, you know, your daily life and what the input is and the output is going to be in your children. Nobody is exempt from this command. Does it make any difference? Your character or effectiveness as a parent is not the issue. Divine order. Establishing and recovering biblical family order. Sometimes there's mess ups. Go ahead and be grace in that situation. Because, see, grace redeems what Satan has corrupted. Let us be ministers of grace to those that life maybe has corrupted. So how do you honor your mother? Love her unconditionally. Just as Jesus did not go ahead and qualify his love with expectations or conditions to be met, 
He lavished his affections on us while we were yet sinners. So we do not honor merely for merit. We honor, you know what I mean, because of position, because of love. Like Christ did. Love, or excuse me, forgive her compassionately. There are no perfect mothers. There are times you will have to forgive. Even if mom seems harsh and unloving, show compassion. You don't know what went on in her life. Again, let grace do the redemption. Remember her gratefully. There's a lot that went on that you don't know about. When you were young, make room in your busy schedule. After all, there's been countless sacrifices that she's made for you. Treat her kindly. Let her know that she's valued and take time to listen. You honor your mother by valuing your parents' world. Their world is highly relevant and valuable to them. There's limitations that they have. There's inabilities. Love them in it. Respect your parents' age. Respect their parent age. They do have limitations. In honor of them, model their godly attributes. The many things that they've said and did that simply blessed your life. got to be something to remember. If it blessed your life, think of how it will bless the grandkids' life. Bless and not curse. Protect your parents' individual dignity. The older they become, the more they will cherish your hedge of protection. Sounds like we're really talking about old people here, doesn't it? (laughs) Well, I'm not old yet. Rose is not old yet, but... 
Remember they protected you when you were just getting started. Oh, hallelujah. Musicians can come this morning. Fulfill your parents' essential joy. Make it your business to find out what gives them joy. Oh. I think that honor goes a whole lot further than just a Mother's Day. I think it comes to respecting a mother's life. What gives them joy? Make sure your parents' basic needs are being met. Make sure you're not feasting at the king's table while your precious parents are living on a can of baked beans. Hallelujah. And all of this, I know, is quite challenging, but if you'll notice lately that that's been a theme. We talk about Christianity. We talk about what we believe. We, you know, we celebrate. We do all of this. But so many times we live in our sealed houses. And God, it's like the churches in Revelation, and God says, You know what? And see, I know I've been preaching for a long time, and I've been preaching in this church for a long time, and, and, and you know what I mean? And, and most of it is, is commending us how great we are. But all of a sudden, he's come and said, but I've got one thing against you. I've got one area that you need to improve in, and it's vital. It's so vital, he says, that if you don't respond to it, it's going to affect the spirituality of your whole being. You say, why, well, Pastor? Because it says the Spirit, God spoke to the, the angel of the, of the church, and that's just simply the leader of the church. And he says, you just got to, I got to tell you this one thing. Your house is really good. 
the area that it needs fortifying, the area that it needs upbringing and upbraiding is here. I'm so glad he doesn't just come and remove our candlestick but comes along and tries to relight our candlestick. Honoring mothers. Remember King Solomon? King Solomon was the son of David. He was the king of Israel. He was a great king. He was powerful. He was supreme. People came, you know, just to see about him. And when his mother stepped into the throne room, Solomon kneeled on his knee. Honoring and respecting her presence. That is not all that he did. He said, get a throne. Sit it beside me. And he set his mother at his right hand. See, even kings with power... And the wisdom of Solomon recognized the importance of honoring mothers above and beyond. And number seven, or ten, I think, eleven, I don't know. I didn't count them. Nike's phrase, just do it. Honor your God-given responsibility. God says, if you do, you'll be glad that you did it. And I just give you some, you know, just some guidelines. Each one has to find those, how to walk that out. How to walk it out as we stand this morning. wisdom that comes from her health the kindness that comes from her heart the respect that we're to give her God bless mothers God bless mothers Father this morning We've already prayed in recognition and a tribute to the mothers, to the position that they hold, and we're not familiar always with the merit that they deserve. 
but you said it's irrespective. That's just an enhancement. That's just an added reason. It's who she is. It's the channel from which we came into the world in which we enjoy the wonders of life itself. And of all the ways that you could have come into the world, you chose to come through a mother. And so we honor and we respect that. Help us for this not to be a forgotten commandment, but help it to be a commandment that we remember. Let us turn ourselves into sacrificing because they have sacrificed. And now let us let them reap the reward of sowing and reaping. Closing with this, Jesus took care of his mother when he said to John, Behold your mother. The Bible says that she went to his home. And John took care of her. He saw to it that there was somebody in her corner. Hallelujah. Make sure somebody is in your mother's corner. And she may be as strong, you know what I mean? As strong can be. But remember, she has a mother's heart. A mother's heart. God bless. Happy Mother's Day. You know, hallelujah. And let's just... Well, that song says, you know, we stand in awe of you. Well, we stand in awe of God, but there's one thing we can do is we can stand in awe of mothers. Yes. Of, you know, biological mothers, mothers that are adopted, spiritual mothers, you know what I mean? Nurturing mothers. I mean, there's no limit. Yeah. Thank you, mothers, for investing in people's lives. Some started in youth some happens later in life but you're an investor god bless you go in jesus name amen